Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith, Special Project Coordinator here at Girl Scouts, and I am so excited today because today I have the opportunity to talk with Sherry Jones, Girl Scout alum and news anchor for the 11 o'clock news on channels 6 and 11 WLNS in Lansing. She's an award-winning news anchor whose many accolades include her recent induction into the Michigan Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame, an Emmy for her 2010 documentary about the women about the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame. The documentary is titled We Can Do It, and numerous other prestigious community awards for her involvement throughout the Lansing area and beyond. Mm-hmm. She became Mid-Michigan's first female crime beat reporter, and her Crime Stoppers reports have aided in capturing some of Michigan's most wanted criminals. So, Sherry, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you, Brenna, for having me. I've looked forward to this for a while. Me too. We've been, you know, going back and forth with the the scheduling process, and I have just been, you know, eyes on the prize, looking forward to today. So um, just to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your role and how you got to where you are today? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, I am the 6 and 11 o'clock anchor for the CBS affiliate in Lansing, Michigan. And we really are a mid-Michigan television station. We cover Ingham, Eaton, Clinton, Shiawassee, Ionia, Jackson. So we're really a mid-Michigan area um, television station. And I am a graduate of Michigan State University. I had done an internship with WLNS TV6 when I was in college. Mm. So I graduated and went back to my hometown near Grand Rapids, Michigan, started in radio there for WCUZ. I did the news for WCUZ, but I always wanted to get back to the Lansing area where I had done in my internships. There was a part-time job opening at TV6 and I applied for that. I got the part-time job. So I was working nights as a reporter and I love doing radio. So I applied to be a news anchor in the morning for a local radio station here. And I was accepted into that role as well. So I did morning radio, drive radio for WMMQ, which was the first classic rock station in America and new and just celebrated 30 years for WMMQ's classic rock. So I was doing morning drive news. I would come home and rest for a couple of hours and then go in and do television at night. And I did that for a year. So I would do morning radio, sleep for a few hours, do television, then come home, sleep for a few hours. I had to be at the radio station by 4 a.m. to be on the morning drive. So that was a big commitment for a year doing the two jobs. And then a full-time job came open at TV6. And so I took that and that's when I really wanted the crime beat 
and no woman had done that. It was it was a man's position, and I really wanted it because it was a, an exciting beat to have. So that's how I really got full time, got embedded in the community, and really my partnership with law enforcement started back then when I was 24 years old, 23, 24 years old. Wow. How, what an amazing feeling to be the the first female in that crime beat position. It was, it was. And I had to prove myself. That was a really big deal. They, you know, trust is a very big issue, um, especially when the media is working with law enforcement. And that's one of the Girl Scout principles that's being trustworthy is very, very important to me. And I learned that at a young age. And so that was something that garnered me the respect from law enforcement that they would tell me stories and tell me things that might be coming up that were going to happen. And just to give me a heads up, and I, I wouldn't break that right away. I would honor that. And then when the time came for us to make that, if they were doing a, an undercover investigation or something, there would have to be a time that I could know what was going on, but then I could break it at the right time. So I wouldn't ruin the investigation, so to say. Um, and so really partnering with the local law enforcement community, and then later on with the opportunity to partner with Crime Stoppers of mid-Michigan, I had proven myself so that was a really went hand in hand. And I've been doing that for more than about 25 years with them. Wow. Yes. And that program really is at its peak right now. We are at 76%. So Wednesday night at 11 o'clock is my Crime Stoppers feature. We air it in the morning the following day. And we might do a preview piece at 5 o'clock that same day, Wednesday. But the main report airs 11 o'clock on Wednesday night. And we might profile three or four felons from all different races, male, female, all felony crimes, different crimes. But when we put their faces up there on TV, people will call in. It's an anonymous tip. And then you get paid if your tip leads to an arrest. We are at 76%. So if I air four felons, Three of them are picked up within 24, 48 hours or within the week. That is an incredible statistic. I mean, that's that's a really impactful program that you're running. Thank you. And it is a it's a team effort. It's the Lansing Police Department. Um, they have a crime analyst who works with me, a female. She works hand in hand with me. And then my staff, my production staff, my producers, we create this report and it airs. And then we share it on social media. Um, we share it on our webpage. It really is very impactful and it's making our community safer, which is something that is critical. We are having our 30th year coming up in 2019. Um, I wasn't the first voice of Crime Stoppers. Dr. Bob Trojanowicz was the first voice. He was the head of uh, MSU criminal justice program at Michigan State University, mm. tragically died of a heart attack and um, unexpectedly at a young age. And then mm. Uh, we, uh, Eric O for Seth took it over for a while. He was a very prominent radio personality in town okay. and then he retired and then it was, then the blessing was mine. And then the partnership became, they asked me to do it. So I'd be probably been in the business for about five years at that time. So it's been an honor. It's been something I've, I've 
really carried very personally. Um, one time when I was with my children, the boys when they were younger, and we were going to a Lansing Lugnuts game, and we the van pulled up outside the Lansing Lugnuts Stadium, and the door opened, and and I got out of the van, and a man said, "Oh, the Crime Stoppers lady," and. <laughs> And the boys are like, do you know who that was? And I'm like, no, let's just move along. Let's move along. <laughs> so um, it's, I lead a very public life. I, I lead a very, um, my roles sometimes are quite tenuous and I have to be very aware of where I am and who's around, especially when you're working to take criminals off the street. And you've done so much in terms of public service. You know, a lot of times people think of news anchors is just telling the stories. And it seems that you really have had a dedication to solving the problems in your community and giving back to your community to a really, you know, high level of giving back. Thank you. That that means the world to me. It is, it has definitely been something that's been a priority of my life, especially it's how I was raised. Uh, the Community Service Award in my hometown is named after my grandfather, Raymond Casey Jones. He was the fire chief. He was active in the church. He had his own uh, business, and he was always giving back. And my parents, were, you know, my mother served on League of Women Voters. They were are very active in their church and the community and Lions Club. And so that legacy was definitely handed down to me. And so I've always felt like it's very important that the best thing that we can do for each other is is to take care of each other. Dr. Martin Luther King said, um, life's most urgent question is what are you doing for others? And really that's, you know, my gifts and talents. I want to make the community better. I want to be the voice for the voiceless. I want to use those those talents and gifts to en enrich other people's lives and to help raise money and awareness for many, many causes. And, you know, people say, you, you never say no. And I say, that's mm -hmm. right. I never say no. I do it to a fault, actually. Uh, <laughs> to a fault. But um, I am, I do pick and choose, um, but it's the least I can do. I love this community. I, I'm child and family charities. I really think that is one of my biggest platforms. It's, it has to do with abuse and neglect of, of children. And that's really where my heart is. Yeah, it sounds like this is this giving back piece is a, a big part of who you are. And so stemming from that, can you tell me how you first got involved in Girl Scouts? You know, was it something that your family was involved in? You know, how did how did that play out for you? Well, my mother was a troop leader, uh, and we did brownies and Girl Scouts in the church that I was raised in, the Ravana United Methodist Church. So that was that was an expectation. Um, that service above self philosophy really was ingrained in me as a young mm -hmm. child. Um, so I was um, a brownie. I was a Girl Scout. I was a cadet. I went all the way through high school and oh, the wow. leader. Oh yeah, the leadership school um, of thought was um, from you know doing the cookie sales to going to day camp at Patterson Park and being able to raise and lower the flag. What a privilege! What a privilege that was to be there and to lead the Girl Scout, you know, honor the pledge. Mm -hmm. Those things were all stepping out in front of your peers, learning how 
seen as a role model, even as a young child. But my mother really instilled that. She, um, the, I, I had the books. We lived by that philosophy. And, and I took that in. I'm from a very small town, a small town, Ravana, Michigan. There were about 2,000 people when I was growing up there. We still, we, we finally got a speedway. We didn't even have it. We don't even have a stoplight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'm from a very small town. But those those roots of being in a small town and those the community was really instilled in me at a young age. So even in Lansing, I, I wanted to shrink the city of Lansing to be my community. So those small town roots, I've, I've never forgotten where I've, I've come from. I've never forgotten that I was in Girl Scouts. And I, I have served the Girl Scout community here in the Lansing area, hosted the Gold Awards and the Boy Scouts as well. I am um, uh, a distinguished member of the Boy Scouts of America. They've given me a citizenship award. The Girl Scouts gave me a gold star award um, uh, just for my community service. So mm -hmm. scouting has always been a very, very important thing to me. My my daughter, I have a, I have a young daughter. Well, she's 17, going to be 18 on Christmas Eve. And um, she was involved in scouting too in a young age. So I really believe in it. Is there one particular um, Girl Scout experience or a story that you've had that you think would really encapsulate your experience and what it has meant to you? I, I believe that that going to day camp, that truly um, being immersed in in nature and being immersed in what it was to serve your country with the flag. I, I just, I have such fond memories of being at Patterson Park and doing arts and crafts and listening to, to leadership talks about how young girls can make a difference that, and those, listen, that it's our conversation now that we have in 2018 mm -hmm. about we are on an equal playing field. We do have all the credentials and skills, just like men. Um, we can be CEOs of companies, but 30, 40 years ago, that 50 years ago, that those, those words, that was a new message. So for me to understand that I could be uh, everything I wanted to be, um, at that young age, just saying the sky's the limit. Don't let anyone say no to you. You can be whatever. I read that handbook. I, I, my, my Girl Scout handbook is dog-eared because <laughs> um, I went back to that, and and I did in high school too. Um, so those those messages of positive, you know, being trustworthy, being positive. Sky's the limit. Don't let anyone limit you. Um, those those were just instilled, I think, in day camp. Those were that. So it was more like that. I, we would do it every summer, and my sister and I. I have a younger sister, and we would go together. Sometimes my mom would stay and help lead. Sometimes she would just let us um, have that experience ourselves. But it was mm -hmm. with all our friends, and really empowering each other as young girls at an at an early age, and that has really played well through my whole life. Is I'm a mentor for a lot of the young women who come through this very cutthroat business, and I'm, I want to see them do well. I want to amplify their skills and talents, and then when they go on to bigger markets, that's, that's part of my mentoring and coaching team, and I'm excited for them. Um, so that 
amplifying young women, mentoring young women is all a part of who I am. But th that comes with someone who is secure in what they do. I believe in what I do and I want to empower them to go on to, to reach their goals and dreams as well. Absolutely. Pay it forward, like how other people have empowered you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Why would you say Girl Scouts is important today in 2018? Because you mentioned when you were younger, what you talked about in Girl Scouts, that women's empowerment piece was revolutionary. So can you just speak speak to me a little bit about why that's still important today in 2018? Well, Girl Scouting and the principles of, of Girl Scouting are, they're tried and true. They're really what we ought to be embracing as human beings to promote collaboration and respect and kindness and trustworthiness. Um, those are the best things that I think that we can that we can hold on to. So, so really the, the foundation of scouting is evergreen. It will go on way beyond us. And if we could all just think about those principles and why they make our, our communities, our families, our schools, our states and our nation better, it, it's, it's in a message that resonates through all of us, if we can remember that that's really why we're on this planet is to take care of each other, to make the world a better place, to believe in each other, to work together. So those principles are grounded in um, what a good society is all about. And I've had the pleasure of hosting many of these gold award ceremonies and what these young women create and do for their communities and what their families support them in their efforts, which are so commendable. And they spend hours and hours of their time, but believe me, their family is involved in their goals and their goal setting. Goal setting is critical. And to see mm -hmm. them have an idea in their head, work toward that goal, and then achieve that goal, that is a big deal. And it's meant to be celebrated. It's meant to be celebrated. And if we can apply those concepts that we learn in Girl Scouting in our lives, in our jobs, in our families, we're going to be successful. We will feel whole and complete and energized and feel like you can tackle the world because life is hard and life comes at you many, many times. And so what do you go to in your personal life to make sure that you are solid? And some of these characteristics and lessons that scouting brings to our lives, um, you can go back to those. They, they will make you feel confident and empowered and willing to do great things. So you touched on um, a lot of these a little bit already, but if you had to pick the greatest lesson that you have learned because of Girl Scouting, what would it be? That's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think trustworthy, uh, you know, being trustworthy and being kind. It doesn't mm -hmm. cost a dime more to be kind at all. I mean, you to say thank you and show your appreciation. And when you're in the line checking out um, with sometimes the clerks, they don't even look at you and just saying, hi, how are you today? And are you having a good day? Just each one of our interactions, you know, you never know where you're meeting someone, what kind of day they've had, what kind of month they've had, what, you know, when you can just be kind to someone, it might change the course of their whole day. 
So just saying, hi, how are you? And, and generally taking an interest in people, it can change the course of, of, you just don't know. So I always try to be kind to whomever I meet um, so they can see that light in me and hopefully it will, it will you know, reflect back on them and maybe brighten their day. Kindness is huge. And trustworthiness, that I, I really attribute that to the law enforcement, the media, com and the community. And my job as a news anchor is to be trustworthy, to be credible, to be genuine, to be authentic. And those things, um, trustworthiness is, is very high on my um, list for those very reasons. Um, your word is really all you have. And so it's, it's, that's a very, very important one. Absolutely. So finishing up a little bit, if you had to give advice to a girl in today's world, what would you tell her? I always say dream big, um, mm. dream big. You can be whatever you want to be in this world. Um, you have to apply yourself. You have to stay focused. You have to set goals. You have to uh, take the right classes. You have to read, but you have to believe in yourself. Yeah, I really do. It starts there. Um, you you have to really dig deep inside of yourself and because messages come at us all the time. Um, uh, the media can be can set a standard to say, this is perfection. And there is no perfection. You have to look inside yourself. You have to like yourself. And you have to know that you can accomplish anything. This, this world is wide open to that. If you want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut. If you want to be a doctor, you can be a doctor. If you want to be the best teacher, um, all those tools are in the toolbox. You just have to go in there and grab them. And um, believe in yourself. Dream big sky's the limit. Scouting is a wonderful way that can, um, I've spoken at career fairs for scouting to tell them what it's like to be a, a, a reporter, a news anchor. Scouting can open many, many doors for young women. I, I believe in the program. I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you today to let young, young ladies, young girls, young women know that they can achieve and they can have the balance. You can have your family, you can work, um, you can give back to your community um, and you just have to, it just starts with you and dream big and you can achieve all your hopes and dreams and goals. I think that that is really inspirational advice for any of our girls who might be listening. Um, and I think that hearing it from a, a Girl Scout alum who, you know, you've been in their shoes before, you've walked where they've walked. And I think that you're just a phenomenal role model for the, those girls to look up to and say, I could do that one day. And your words make it very clear that they can, you know, there's nothing that these girls cannot accomplish. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm from a small town. Um, my counselor at school, when I told him I wanted to go to Michigan State University, he said, Sherry, that's way too big. You will be lost there. And I said, well, that's really where I want to go. Um, and I was accepted there and at the University of Michigan. And I chose Michigan State and I made the dean's list and I sent my grades back to my high school counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't let him say no to me. 
Right. Um, I was an intern. I interned at a Grand Rapids station and my news director at the time said to me, um, I don't think you're going to make it in this business because your voice is way too gravelly. Your voice, I don't think, I think it's too raspy. Well, I had cheerleaded all through high school. Um, and then of course, you know, cheering Michigan state. So I do have a raspy voice, but now it is one of my attributes. People hear my voice first before sometimes they know it's me. And, mm-hmm. and my voice is different. It is unique, but it, it makes me who I am. Now, if I would have let that man deter my path, I might have not achieved all that I have. If, if, someone, if I would have let someone say no, but I said, well, this is my voice. This is what I want to do. I am... I know that God has put me in this position. I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to do. There's no question about it. I've had opportunities to move around the country, but um, I've chosen to stay in Lansing with my family in the Grand Rapids area and my husband's family in the Detroit area. Raising my children here uh, successfully um, is such a blessing. And um, I love this community. I love giving back to my alma mater, Michigan State University. I lecture there. I love being a part of the Girl Scouts program throughout the capital area. So a lot of things will come at you and you just have to, like I said, believe in yourself, set your goals, never give up, dream big. And if I can do it, you can do it. Well, Sherry, thank you again for taking the time to speak with me today. I just, I have a smile spreading wide across my face and I can just imagine that our listeners will too. So thank you for bringing us that, that joy and that kindness that you talked about a little bit earlier. Well, thank you, Brenna. It's been wonderful talking with you and I will, any way I can help Girl Scouts, please let me know. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, you can do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button and then make sure to share the episode far and wide so that everyone can hear this amazing story um, that Sherry shared with us today. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Brenna Smith. And until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. change the world.